Well, this movie's had controversy from the start. Today I'm talking about Spencer. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about uh, Oscar nom- the Oscar-nominated movie Spencer, which is uh, the movie about it's about Princess Diana, or kind of an imagined uh, weekend in Princess Diana's life, and starring Kristen Stewart. And like I said, there was a lot of there's been a lot of controversy around the movie, and I'm not sure it's come from people who have actually seen the movie, uh, which has been interesting. And uh, I I liked this approach, and thought I'd explain why. There's been talk about this movie even before it started production. The eye-rolling began when the film's biggest casting decision, who would play Princess Diana, was announced, and it was Kristen Stewart. And folks weren't happy. There were a lot of silly reasons, like still associating Stewart with the Twilight movies, and and this belief that an American shouldn't play a British icon, which, hate to break it to you you all, but uh, y'all Brits started this. And there were more valid reasons, including questions about whether or not the film would be tasteful and looking at the terrifyingly incompetent run of films about Diana after her tragic passing. Regardless, this movie became a darling on the film, I'm sorry, in the film festival circuit with many praising Stewart's performance. However, this kicked off another series of debates and questions because the film isn't a traditional biopic. Taking place during the Christmas holiday in 1991, the film finds Princess Diana at a personal crossroads. She's just been humiliated by rumors of her husband's affair and is bending under the judgmental eyes of her royal family. But as the holiday celebration continues, Diana works to find her courage and push back. I've seen this movie described a lot of ways, as a biopic, as a historical drama, and a thriller. And I think it's more akin to a psychological horror movie. The angle for the film seems to be one question. How do you think Princess Diana felt in that family? It's a pertinent question considering she left said family, and also her son did recently, but also a bit troublesome because she still has living children whom you're portraying in the film. The Queen got her flowing, like her glowing biopic in a TV show already. She's fine. I don't care what we say about her. And the answer they've come up with is that it would be terrifying. As much as the movie is trying to look like a blend of home movies and paintings, thanks in part to the altered aspect ratios, the movie plays more like Repulsion, with Diana as our lead. The castles are isolating due to their size, and yet people are constantly waiting on you, being around you, looking at you, all kinds of stuff. It's an oppressive atmosphere. This is aided by Johnny Greenwood's nerve-shredding score, and it is a great and telling sign for his talent that I knew right away it was him. And there's a lot of shot selection that's either cramped or isolating, and that's before we get to the hallucinations. And this is the part that may lose a lot of casual viewers who are expecting a more day-in-the-life biopic. The movie has a number of digressions where Diana imagines a mental breakdown or self-harm, They are imagined headspaces for Diana during one of the most stressful times in her life, during especially stressful moments. And I also think that they're important from a thematic perspective. 
One of the things that people misunderstand about things like self-harm or eating disorders is that they are often unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with trauma or a way individuals who feel repressed or powerless experience control. And I think this is the angle the film is going for. The other characters in the film make a point of noting how Diana doesn't look well, uh, in, including her kids, and we see numerous scenes that show Diana after what are inferred to be bulimia-triggered purges. It all feels connected. She's exerting control in the only way she knows how, with her own body. And it doesn't hurt that Kristen Stewart is perfectly suited to this portrayal of Diana. Stewart is a talented performer who's at her best when she's asked to underplay. Her natural vocal range and physicality screams vulnerability, which means her feeling like she's losing her mind and always being watched, bullseye. I'm hoping much like the Batman has for Robert Pattinson, that this performance can help expel the limited view people have had of her career. The verdict is, it's something different. Though its choice of subject could be questionable, Spencer is an empathetic view at the life of the late Diana. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.